Each year in the United States, about 700 people die during pregnancy or within the year after. Another 50,000 people each year have unexpected outcomes from labor and delivery with serious short or long-term health consequences. Every pregnancy-related death is tragic, especially because two and three of them are preventable. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening to HOCO Health Podcast, where we discuss topics relating to all things public health. My name is Dr. Temitope Bada. I am the Clinical Director of Sexual and Reproductive Health at the Howard County Health Department, and I'm a board-certified OBGYN. I'm stepping in for Health Officer Dr. Moore Rossman for today's episode to discuss Black maternal health. I'm here with my guest, a fellow MPH student, Dr. Chigo Ogu, a doctor of pharmacy who is currently working with the Howard County Health Department while finishing her master's in public health at the University of Maryland. Our topic for today's podcast is to discuss the public health journey, the importance of Black Maternal Health Week. Welcome, Dr. Ogu. Please introduce yourself. Hi, um, my name is Dr. Chiga Ogu. Um, I was born and raised in New Jersey, and I moved to Maryland about eight years ago. Um, I love gardening and hiking in my free time. Um, I'm really excited to be here to talk about Black maternal health. Um, maternal health has always been important to me, um, and I look forward to this discussion. Well, I'm glad that you're here today with me to discuss something that we're both passionate about. Um, but before we start, I really want to introduce our listeners to what Black Maternal Health Week is. So Black Maternal Health Week is a week-long campaign founded and led by the Black Mama Matters Alliance to build awareness, activism, and community building to amplify the voices, perspectives, and lived experience of Black mamas and birthing people. The week is intentionally held during National Minority Health Month of April. Black Maternal Health Week is recognized each year from April the 11th through April 17th. And this is a time to bring attention and action in improving Black maternal health. It is an opportunity to reflect on what has been done, what isn't working, and what needs to be done. This year's theme is Our Bodies Belong to Us, Restoring Black Autonomy and Joy. Our maternal infant health program at the Howard County Health Department is celebrating Black Maternal Health Week throughout the month of April. We are planning various activities centered around the national theme. In conjunction with these month's activities, we are hoping to introduce the Howard County community to both ongoing and new health department programs aimed at improving the health of mothers, birthing persons, and family. So let's go and get started. Dr. Ogu, why is maternal health a public health issue? So each year in the United States, about 700 people die during pregnancy or within the year after. Another 50,000 people each year have unexpected outcomes from labor and delivery with serious short or long-term health consequences. Every pregnancy-related death is tragic, especially because two and three of them are preventable. In 2018, there were 17 maternal deaths per 100,000 births in the US. Compared to other developed countries, our maternal death rate is quite high, where in the Netherlands, Norway, and New Zealand, there are at most three deaths per 100,000 births. In Maryland, the five-year rolling maternal mortality rate from 2014 to 2018 was 18 deaths per 100,000 births. The statistics surrounding birthing in this country 
aren't the best. Wow. Thank you for those stark statistics about mater- uh, maternal health in the United States and abroad. But because we're talking about Black Maternal Health Week, can you tell us a little bit more about why Black maternal health is a public health issue? To provide some historical context, the field of gynecology was founded and due in large part to the experimentation, torture, and marginalization of three Black enslaved women named Lucy, Betsy, and Anarka. Their contribution to the field of OBGYN has an everlasting legacy. The negative impact of this legacy is that despite positive trends in disease prevention, treatment, and overall medical technology, Black women are not benefiting from it. And in fact, healthcare disparities continue to grow between them and their racial and ethnic counterparts. So what does that look like? Black women are three times more likely to die from pregnancy-related causes than their white counterparts. Regardless of income or education, factors that are normally attributed to better health outcomes. In Howard County, Black women experience a higher prevalence of preterm births, preeclampsia, and deliver smaller babies. Not only do U.S. maternity stats pale in comparison to other developed countries, but outcomes are much worse for Black women. Wow. Thank you. And I'm glad that we have an opportunity to discuss Black maternal health. Um, especially in the context of public health, especially in this platform. I also want to discuss some other multiple factors that contribute to these disparities. These include variations in quality health care, underlying chronic conditions, structural racism, and implicit bias. Social determinants of health, which is a really big um, growing field within public health, really talks about the conditions in the environment where people are born, live, learn, work, play, worship and age. These are determinants that prevent many people from diverse racial and ethnic groups from having fair opportunities for improved economic, physical, and emotional health. All these factors mentioned is why in order to improve Black women's maternal health, we need like a multifaceted approach that really addresses Black women's health and Black women's health, especially across their lifetime. So we're at the time where we need to take a break. Thank you guys for listening for this discussion on Black maternal health. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Dr. Ogu. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Yeah, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look. Flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. 
Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hello, we're back. Thank you for taking part of your day to listen to the HOCO Health Podcast. We've discussed some of the problems surrounding maternal health in the Black community. Now we're going to discuss what's being done to address these disparities. So Dr. Bada, what is currently being done to address Black maternal health disparities? I'm glad that you mentioned it. Previously, we discussed why it's a public health issue, but what are some of the things that we're doing is a very important part of this conversation and really kind of, I want to say, put us a nice bow tie on what we're talking about today. So one of the most important things about addressing Black maternal health disparities is expanding and maintaining access to health coverage. So only 87% of Black women of reproductive age have health insurance and many more experience gaps in coverage during their lives. To improve Black women's health outcomes, policies should really focus on expanding and maintaining access to care and coverage. That means that policies and legislations that support Medicaid expansion and Medicaid extension plays an important role in talking about the accessibility and ability to access care. So what exactly is Medicaid expansion and Medicaid extension? So Medicaid expansion is the expansion of Medicaid eligibility in order to cover more low-income Americans. And Medicaid extension is really talking about those individuals who have pregnancy-related Medicaid coverage because those individuals under that particular kind of Medicaid lose their benefits 60 days after the end of pregnancy. And there's a lot of evidence that shows that many of these deaths, particularly the ones that are preventable, such as overdose and suicide, occur um, to those individuals who have pregnancy-related coverage that ends at that 60 days. So permanently extending and requiring Medicaid coverage continuously for 12 months postpartum is ideal. So I just mentioned some governmental policies and programs that really can address healthcare disparities. But I really would love for you, Dr. Ogu, to talk about how Black maternal health disparities can specifically be addressed. So in addition to the policies that you mentioned that increase access to maternal care, there needs to be an emphasis on providing patient-centered care that is responsive to the needs of Black women. Much of this can be done using birth workers such as doulas and midwives. Community-based doulas act as an advocate for the birthing person in the healthcare system. 
they focus on the whole person, including looking at social determinants of health, such as their housing situation, their nutrition access, community support, childcare, or economic hardships. It's important that doulas are members of the communities in which they work, sharing the same background, culture, or language in order to emphasize the patient-centered care. The use of midwives during birth can also help improve outcomes. Midwives are trained healthcare providers who specialize in delivery, prenatal, and postpartum care. They offer specialized medical knowledge in combination with a more holistic approach to birthing. Midwives are very underutilized in the U.S. healthcare system compared to other developed countries, though they have been an integral tradition um, in the birthing practice in the U.S. Both doulas and midwives are an underutilized workforce, one with the potential to reduce racial disparities and maternal health outcomes. The evidence suggests that it's likely the emotional, physical, and informational support that they offer during the birth that accounts for the reduced need for clinical procedures during labor and delivery, fewer birth complications, and more satisfying experiences during labor, birth, and postpartum. Research also shows that people who work with a doula throughout the prenatal period and childbirth are less likely to have a preterm delivery or a low birth weight baby, less likely to experience postpartum depression and are more likely to initiate and continue breastfeeding for a longer period. So we've discussed two of many aspects of addressing maternal disparities. Dr. Bada, what is happening in Howard County? Great. I really love that you talked about the diversification of the birth working force. I was very lucky in my training to have been supported by midwives and I understand the importance of them in the birth process. So because of that uh, background and because of some of the things you spoke about, I really wanna talk about what Howard County specifically is doing in terms of how to address these black maternal outcomes. So one of the things that Howard County has identified is that there is disparities that exist within Howard County and we have prioritized that and made it part of our current strategic plan. We have prioritized increasing awareness of culturally competent maternal health services due to growing disparities in Howard County. And we observed them in how prenatal care is, when prenatal care is received, preterm births and severe maternal mortality, especially among black families. So some of our goals within Howard County Health Department is to try and increase early enrollment into prenatal care for women of color, increase access to training and implicit bias for healthcare providers and their staff for women and children, improve care coordination for pregnant Howard County Health Department clients, to improve equitable access to doula and midwifery services by increasing awareness of their availability and benefits among prenatal providers and within the Howard County community, improve equitable access to breastfeeding support, and collaborate with our community partners to expand curriculum-based home visiting programs within Howard County. So say I say that all to say that with those strategic plans and goals in mind, during the month of April, we have a lot of activities planned. And so Dr. Ogu, you've been really a big part of the planning of activities for Black Maternal Health Week in Howard County. Can you tell us what some of these activities include? Yeah. So this year, we're expanding on the theme of restoration of joy. And I'm really excited that we are doing this because the stats for Black women are just so grim. So focusing on different aspects of joy can really empower us to take control of our maternal health. 
So we're exploring the theme through restoring joy in the mental health journey, restoring joy in the physical body, restoring joy in the birthing experience, and restoring joy through family. These themes will be explored at the St. John Maternal Health Fair on Saturday, April 22nd from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. We plan on having a panel discussion with yourself, Dr. Bada, and other birthing wellness providers in the area. We'll offer raffle prizes to prenatal yoga hosted by Sankofa Wellness and Yoga Center. And this yoga offering is exciting because yoga is a multimodal intervention that incorporates physical exercises such as strengthening, core strengthening, stretching, and balance training. Yoga practice can be a powerful tool in supporting overall health and well-being, and it could be used as a pathway to improve physical strength and mental health. In addition to the yoga offering, we will also provide guided meditation sessions and we'll open signups to maternal and infant health programs in the health department, as well as share resources that are pertinent to birthing at the health fair by our various sponsors. So Dr. Bada, how should we expect to see Howard County address this in the upcoming weeks? So I'm really excited about this fair that we're doing at St. John in April. And so we've actually used this fair as almost kind of like a jumping off for some of the programs that we have um, been working on over the last year. So what we are planning to do with the Howard County Health Department is introduce some doula initiatives and connect interesting families with doula services. We have partnered with a nonprofit called Mom Cares. And what that is, is a community program that's based out in Baltimore, but plans expansions into Howard County. And so we are supporting their efforts with their expansion efforts and by increasing dual access through training and through services. So that's really exciting. We are going to introduce community-based prenatal and postpartum classes and support group opportunities in Howard County and connect interested families to continued participation. This will be accomplished with our help of our new care navigator that hopefully is starting at the end of April. And this individual will collaborate not with only Howard County Health Department, but also collaborate with the hospital. Um, the hospital already has existing prenatal and postnatal classes. And so hopefully that would kind of expand that, that landscape in Howard County and also shed a light on these ongoing efforts. Um, we're also going to connect families with existing programs and opportunities within Howard County that address social determinants of health, which includes our WIC program, our school-based wellness center, our car seat safety, as well as our immunization programs, our reproductive health clinic, and home visiting program. Wow, that sounds great. I love how Howard County is addressing this disparity through multiple points. Yeah, I'm really glad to be a part of this effort. I'm glad that you've been a part of this effort as well. Before we end, I definitely want to shout out one more time the health fair that's going to be at St. John Baptist Church, April the 22nd from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Please pay attention to our social media posts as more information comes out in the next couple of days. I love talking about Black maternal health. I love talking about maternal health and I love talking about the public health journey that's involved in it. But unfortunately, we are out of time today, but I really, really want to give a shout out and thanks to our guest, Dr. Jigo Ogu, for joining me today. If you are looking for assistance accessing maternal health services, you can call the health department at 410-313-7500. To stay up to date on what's going on at the health department, visit our website at hchealth.org or follow us on social media 
at Hoco Health. Thank you for listening to the Hoco Health Podcast. We hope you'll join us again in July for a new public health topic. Thank you. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.